the Washington Huskies were this close to a national championship, and now they have to completely start over as they enter the Big Ten. But they might be able to do it quickly. Plus, it's signing day. Locked on Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Schumann. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. We're going to talk about this Huskies rebuild. They might not be as bad off as some people think they are. Plus, speaking of badly off, the Michigan Wolverines basketball team, Juwan Howard, we're going to talk about that. Power rankings, we'll have those at the end of the podcast regarding men's basketball be sure to subscribe and follow lockdown big 10 for free wherever you get your podcast that way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day so at first glance the washington huskies some might think they might be in trouble as they begin big 10 play uh, then on second glance maybe they're not as badly off as it seems first of all the huskies are coming off an awesome season where they just came up short against maybe historically the best team to ever come out of Ann Arbor in the Michigan Wolverines for the national championship. And it's not a secret that this Husky team is losing a ton of talent in the draft, starting with quarterback Michael Penix Jr., his core wide receivers. I mean, the list is pretty long. It's about two-thirds of the starting lineup. Then you got Kalen DeBoer, the head coach, and he – Bolts for Tuscaloosa to become the head coach in Alabama just after Nick Saban retired. You do the math. I mean, he had to do it, right? He'd strike while the iron's hot, losing a lot of players, had all this talent going to the NFL. The Alabama job's open. Who wouldn't take it? There's not a single person on earth that is blaming DeBoer for taking that job and uh, leaving Washington behind. We had, as contrast, you know, we talked about uh dan landing in yesterday's podcast we talked about the oregon ducks you know he had opportunities he might even been a higher choice for alabama he decided to stay put i think he's got a more special team there at oregon but again washington not in bad shape we're here to talk about washington today new coach jed fish he's got his work cut out for him and he took this job leaving from arizona again about two-thirds of his starting lineup is going to be gone that's what he's inheriting a, a team that's coming back a little bit depleted but They've added um, a lot of experience starting, like five other starters from other schools that have experience in the transfer portal. That's the key to the transfer portal now. You can reload quickly. And you got another half a dozen players that have some starting experience that were ready to move up on the depth chart. It's their turn now. So there are people in place, next man up, if you will. And they're ready to be regulars. In other words, the 2024 Huskies lineup it's not going to be full of underclassmen and freshmen trying to find their way after a hugely impressive year last year. Let's start at the quarterback position, shall we? Losing Michael Penix Jr. is going to be a big deal. A lot of production there. A lot of production. In his six-season career, which also included time at Indiana and a couple of years at Washington, Penix scored 96 touchdowns. Well, his replacement is going to be Mississippi State transfer Will Rogers. 
you know, 94 touchdowns. Penix, 96. Rodgers, 94 touchdowns in five seasons. Got 40 starts in his career. Not too bad. You feel a little better, Husky fan? You're going to be, I think you're going to be okay as far as the quarterback goes. Now, behind that quarterback, offensive line. The Huskies had the best offensive line in college football last year. A lot of them are intact. Okay. This is, this is not bad. And look, the Big Ten is known for big, powerful linemen. This is where Washington can fit right in. They got San Diego State transfer uh, Drew as a party. He's ready to play right tackles, coming in at 6'7, 315 pounds. Uh, rising senior right guard Julius Bulo, 6'9, 313 pounds. Where are they making offensive linemen this big? 6'9, 6'7? It's incredible. Any running back in the country would want to run behind that and run behind the right side of that Washington offensive line. They got 6'6", 327-pound senior Nate Kalpo returning at left guard. And they got an experienced center in Parker Brailsford. A little smaller, 6'2", 275, but the centers usually are. So their offensive line is big on the outside and gets smaller in the middle. So anyway, Roger Rosengarten is the one I'm going to talk to you about now. Uh, he was 6'6", 300 pounds. He was supposed to slide from right tackle. Remember, he was right tackle there protecting the blind side of a left-handed quarterback. Was going to shift over to left tackle this year. That's the money position. Uh, but he has decided to go to the NFL. Three weeks ago, he announced that even though he has two years of eligibility, he's an interesting kid because he's projected to go in the middle rounds, third or fourth round. He's got two years of eligibility left. Um, and everybody's got to do its best for them. A lot of people thought, all right, you stay here for another year. Play play part, be a part of this powerful offensive line. We've got the reputation. You know, everybody loves Washington offensive linemen. And show that you're both versatile enough to play right tackle, left tackle. You could maybe be a top 10 pick in the NFL draft in 2025 instead of being a mid, you know, third or fourth round guy this year. But he decided, look, I'm going to go get a new coach, going to have a new vibe on the team. I'm just going to go, go, go play. So they're going to lose him. And um, it's, you know, he's still got four of the pieces coming back from the best offensive line in football. I know Michigan fans would disagree, but Hey, the Joe Moore award goes out to the best offensive line in football. Washington got it this year. Michigan got it the two previous years. What about all the wide receivers that they're going to lose to the NFL? A lot of talent. The three best receivers combined for 521 catches, 7,600 yards and 59 touchdowns. That's incredible. They got some more talent coming in. California transfer Jeremiah Hunter joins uh, Jeremy Bernard and Giles Jackson, who came from Michigan State and Michigan, respectively. And they combined for 247 catches and 3,400 yards and 20 touchdowns. I mean, it's not as much as those guys that were before them, but it's not nothing. It's not bad. So you got an experienced quarterback. You've got an experienced offensive line. You got some new receivers, but they've played before. What about running back on offense? Dylan Johnson admirably played hurt in the national championship game. Um, Senior Cam Davis is going to replace him. Cam was out all last year, had a knee injury in the, in the fall and early camp missed the whole year. So Dylan Johnson's gone, but Cam Davis is coming back again, a guy with experience. So uh, looks, looks okay on offense on defense. They'll have another couple new transfers up front. 
they need that. I mean, they got gashed with the running game. They need some help there up front. And But their secondary is where their experience is. They got corner Elijah Johnson and Nicole Michelle Powell. They're coming back. Free safety asset Turner, 22 starts under his belt. Now, Turner, you got to stay healthy. That's been a problem for him. But as you can see, overall, the Huskies lose a lot of talent, but they're attempting to replace it with a lot of transfers with experience. So the question remains, how quickly can the coaching staff get that talent to gel as an actual team? So Jed Fish um, is, is going to have to help You know, the, the new coach. By the way, he just rounded out his coaching staff. He made a hire even this week. Steve Belichick. Yeah, Bill Belichick's son. He, um, look, dad isn't going to get a job in the NFL this year. Um, and so Steve needs to go find a job. He did. Uh, Washington. It's going to be the defensive coordinator. Um, Brennan Carroll, you know, Pete Carroll, formerly of the Seahawks. He's now uh, going to be on this staff as the offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. So interesting staff. We'll see how that works out. And then when you look at the Washington football schedule, they've got some time to gel and work things out here. They got three pre-conference games that include Weber State, Eastern Michigan, and rival Washington State. It's going to be weird not seeing that game at the end of the year. It's going to be September 21st, but uh, their first Big Ten opener, that is September 21st. I guess I guess the Washington State game would be more like the 14th, but September 21st, they open against Northwestern. Get your purple ready on both sides. And then uh, Michigan comes to Seattle on October 5th in a national championship rematch. Now, we're talking about a lot of rebuilding going on here at Washington. They're not the same team that faced Michigan in the national championship. How are they going to do? Michigan and Washington are actually very similar here. They had a lot of good players that are leaving in the NFL draft. They're going to be expecting the next level guys to step up. They both have new head coaches. So see how this game goes. It'll get a lot of national attention and here too on Locked On Big Ten. Uh, they also have games against Southern Cal and UCLA, both at home, while the Huskies travel to Penn State and at Oregon. Pretty tough schedule overall. Pretty solid, pretty respectable, pretty good. So um, we'll see how they're, they're going to have to go through some growing pains while navigating that schedule. Love to hear what you think. Hit me up on Twitter or X at TalkBig10, number 10. Comments here on YouTube are always welcome. And don't forget our website, TalkBig10, number 10.com as well. You get a bunch of merch, shirts, pennants, hats. Got it all right there. TalkBig10, number 10.com. Signing day is today. Got some quick thoughts on that. We're going to look a little closer at the Juwan Howard situation at Michigan as well. And then later on, we've got our power rankings all coming up here right here on Locked On Big Ten. You want to go to the big game on Sunday? Game time. That's your ticket. That's where you get the tickets. Game time. It's fast and easy and a great way to buy tickets, to sporting events, music, comedy, theater, everything. All kinds of tickets. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with the code Vegas 100. Vegas 100. Big games in Vegas. Vegas 100. They've got killer last-minute deals, uh, all-in prices, views from your seat. You can look on your phone. There's a picture of the view of the seat you're about to buy. It's one of my favorite features there, along with these last-minute ticket deals, flash deals, zone deals, all of this. Um, all prices. Uh, you got the total up front. 
So you know exactly your deal before you check out. And you just buy the tickets with like two quick taps on the phone and you're good to go. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. Even if it's an hour after it starts, although you don't want to be an hour late for a, for a big game like that. Do you take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time right now? All game time users get $100 off a big game ticket with the code Vegas 100 terms apply. Just download the game time app and use the code Vegas 100 V E G A S 100 for a hundred dollars off a big game ticket. Or you want something else, not going to the big game. You can use their original code locked on and get $20 off your first purchase. All right. So check that out. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, so I want to thank all of you for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen each and every day. If you're a once in a while listener, check us out a little more. We're here every day. Meanwhile, be sure to subscribe if you don't mind. That will help us out a lot. If you click subscribe, it's free, and boom, you're in. You're in our Big Ten club. You can share, follow, and like Lockdown Big Ten, your team, every day. And again, don't forget to check out our website for merch. And all of our podcasts go there, too, as an archive at uh, – talkbig10number10.com. It is Wednesday. It is National Signing Day. This used to be the traditional signing period here that all funneled toward here. Now, got the early signing period in December. This is the later signing period for the best of the rest who haven't decided where they're going to school yet. So the new and expanded Big Ten, this would include the four new teams, the Big 18, if you will. Um They've got seven of the top 25 recruiting classes so far, if you follow the national rankings, and we do. Five five-stars are coming to the Big Ten this season, and the Big Ten just cleaned up in the transfer portal as well uh, this, this year. And um, they got like nine of the 12 highest-rated available transfer portal guys jumping into the Big Ten. So it's great. Uh, we're looking forward to this week and see how everything plays out. Now, basketball. It's going to be kind of sad to see Michigan basketball lately. The wheels have fallen off for Jawan Howard. They won one game in January. After this past weekend's loss against Rutgers, Jawan Howard insisted that his system still works. Doesn't need to change anything. He says there needs to be buy-in on both sides. So he's indicating that he and his staff are working hard and doing their job, but the kids, the players, are not all in on this system. So they're sitting at the bottom of the Big Ten right now, and Howard insists that his system has worked before and can work again. The problem is that their current losing skid, you know, Michigan's not only getting beat, they're getting blown out by double figures on a regular basis. And the problem with sitting and digging your heels in and saying that your system works when it's not is that this season follows last season. Last season, Howard had not one but two lottery picks of the NBA on his roster. They still didn't make the NCAA tournament. Add to that, since uh, since getting to the Elite Eight back in 2020-21, Michigan's record has gotten worse each and every year. The program is in decline. Michigan will likely miss the postseason entirely for the first time since 2014-2015. Wednesday night, Michigan uh, tonight is in action against number 11, Wisconsin. So it could get worse. Got a really good Wisconsin team coming in. 
to Chrysler Arena. That is part of a doubleheader on the Big Ten Network, 7 o'clock Eastern. Following that is the Nebraska-Northwestern game, and both of those teams are really good. That'll be The 9 o'clock game tonight, that's a fun game. Uh, no women in action on Wednesday night. Don't forget, Locked On has the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7. Covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. This show is on there all the time. Check it out. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe there as well. First ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And again, don't forget to subscribe here first on Lockdown Big Ten, your team every day. All right, it is the middle of the week. That means we will have our Big Ten men's basketball power rankings for you. We'll see where your team ends up on the list it's all in one minute right here on lockdown big 10 happy super bowl to you uh those that celebrate FanDuel's the way to go america's number one sports book if you're like me super bowl sunday is very very regimented gotta have my space on my couch in front of my big tv snacks beverages and my cell phone as i'm looking at all my prop bets during the Super Bowl, I like things like flip of the coin, what colors the Gatorade, how long's the national anthem, will Patrick Mahomes throw like two touchdowns and for 300 yards. It's all there, right there on FanDuel. Combine it all if you want. Parlay it all. You got many ways for you to end the season with the W or multiple wins. And uh, not only can you bet on who's going to win Super Bowl 58, you can still do that too. But all these prop bets just just jammed in there. It's a lot of fun. Do it with your family. It's awesome. Um, you bet on uh, what players will score a touchdown. Who will score the first touchdown? How many points will be scored? Everything is on there. Anything you can imagine, it's there. New customers join today and you get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit fanduel.com slash locked on and sign up. That is fanduel.com slash locked on. And you can check that out and join in on the fun. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, it's time to look at our power rankings for men's basketball. I'm going to put it on the screen here. If you're listening on audio only, I shall describe what is going on here. All right, no change. The Purdue Boilermakers at the top. Earlier, I talked about how Purdue and Illinois and Wisconsin, they were separating themselves from the rest of the field. Well, Purdue, I think, is separating themselves from everybody. Zach Eady continues to be dominating. He is unstoppable. They had overtime wins against Northwestern and Wisconsin. Northwestern was at home. Wisconsin was on the road. Very impressive. Illinois and Wisconsin, I see it two and three here. I can almost make these uh, tie for a second. They're fighting it out there. Um, Illinois is starting to really put it together. They beat Nebraska and Ohio State. Wisconsin, they blew that lead uh, several days ago against Nebraska at Nebraska, like a 16-point lead, and then they end up losing to Purdue. So I, I knocked them down a notch. I'm still not worried about them. This is still a very good basketball team. But uh, those are the top three in the Big Ten. I think they separate everybody, Purdue, Illinois, and Wisconsin. I got number, uh, Nebraska at number four. I keep telling you they're a great home team, different on the on the road. Uh, uh, Casey Tominaga, one of the best players uh, shooting-wise, 
He's a lot of fun to watch. I got Northwestern and Boo Booey at number five. Tough week for Northwestern. They're still going to be fine, but they had a really tough week because they had an overtime loss at Purdue, and then they followed it up with an overtime loss at Minnesota. I think they were just out of gas at that point against Minnesota, an emotional game against Purdue. And both times, you know, a close game, obviously, it goes into overtime. Both times they really fell behind by a substantial margin in the overtimes of those games. They just, just ran out of gas. It was over. I got Michigan at number six. I think this is important, Michigan State. Had the win over Maryland, uh, who you see I have at eighth. A little separation there. Uh, that was an important game. Um, Michigan State had their game against Minnesota uh, last night. I just – all these teams in the top five, six, seven, they're all right there in the bubble because I think the Big Ten's going to have six teams in the NCAA tournament. I think that's what it's going to come down to. So you want to be in the top six. But I think I think Michigan State, Minnesota, Maryland – they're all kind of just right there and in the same group. So these, these games are very important these days. I've got Minnesota at number seven. I got Maryland at eight. They have that loss to Michigan State. They did beat Nebraska rather handily not too long ago, 73-51. Have the Indiana Hoosiers, who I can't figure out. Um, before last night, they had lost four of five. Then they go into Ohio State. Don't look particularly good. Fall down by 18. And came storming back to win the game. You got to give them credit for that. They found a way to win and pull it off and do it. Much needed win. Both Indiana and Ohio State really needed that one. Indiana gets it. Disappointing day for Ohio State. You see, I have them. Uh, well, you don't see them. They're on 11. I have the Iowa Hawkeyes at number 10. They also have recently beaten Ohio State. Here's the best of the rest. Ohio State at 11. Penn State at number 12. I got Rutgers at 13, and we spent some time there talking about the Michigan Wolverines and the troubles with Juwan Howard, and they're sitting at the bottom, both in the standings and in our power rankings at number 14. So here you see the best of the rest, Ohio State, Penn State, Rutgers, and Michigan. Again, quick recap, Purdue number one, Illinois, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Northwestern rounding out the top five, Michigan State, Minnesota, Maryland, Indiana, and Iowa rounding out the top 10. Those are our power rankings. We do those each and every week. If you are new to this podcast, particularly if you're some of the fans who check us out from the West Coast, I've been noticing on the comments a lot more new viewers from fans of Oregon and Washington, Southern Cal, and UCLA. So thank you for checking us out. Subscribe, join the club. You're in the Big Ten now, man, as far as I'm concerned, even though it's not official till this summer. If you have any friends or family that are Big Ten alum, tell them about us. Um, we always usually hit the big stories early. Lots of news and information and opinion. You'll always get opinion here. And then uh, our last segment, we always do features. Mondays is always our Big Ten Top Ten, where it's uh, my top ten observations of Big Ten activity, storylines, whatever, over the weekend. Tuesday, we do Tuesday tweets, your tweets on Twitter. I talk Big Ten. If I find them amusing, they go on the show. Uh, screenshots. We do the power rankings here on Wednesday. Thursdays are Big Ten Network, Big Ten Classics. More classics in the offseason, although it's all year round. In season, we'll throw in some schedules for the weekend games. Uh, in fact, we'll do that tomorrow, looking ahead to this upcoming weekend. And then on Fridays, we do picks. It's pigskin picks during football, basketball picks during basketball. So it is all right there. Um, and again, always, this is a very interactive podcast. Hit me up at Twitter, Talk Big Ten at Talk Big Ten, uh, comments on YouTube, and uh, also our website, Talk Big Ten, number 
www.thepowerhouse.com. Be sure to subscribe before you leave. It's free. It helps us out. And you can follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. You get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it's available each and every day. Audio versions are out at 4 in the morning Eastern time. Video comes out at 6 a.m. And don't forget, Lockdown has also launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel called Lockdown Sports Today. Check that out, too. That'll do it for us. Thank you for checking us out. Again, tell your friends about us. And I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. I think we're going to focus, since the last two days we've talked about Oregon and today Washington, we're going to look at Southern Cal a little bit tomorrow and UCLA on Friday. Football, all that coming up. Thanks for checking us out. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. I'm Craig Scheman for Locked On Big Ten.